0: Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off the Alamo! He's unbelievable! (laughs) Nico is on fire! Oh my goodness, how did he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition. Checkpoint XP Radio, a Beasley esports product.
1: Welcome to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and likely the only person in the room yet to play the Final Fantasy VII Remake, me James Campbell.
2: Okay, that's my fault. I said that we were gonna buy it for you, and I went around looking for a digital download. Like I went to Amazon. I'm like, give me a code. Let me buy a code for James. No codes. It's all like we'll ship it to you. Yep. And I'm like, no. So we'll 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 figure it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on Weird Beard. So that way, next week, if it's still not done, we can blame him. Okay, okay. it's okay. I wasn't looking for the free
1: okay. game. I was just making <laughs> yeah, a statement. don't yeah, know. <laughs> oh, right. no. There's people that I didn't even realize knew what Final Fantasy was, are telling me about how great the remake is, and I'm like, it's good. I've it's been pretty fe- good. I'm feeling a little left out. Mm-hmm. We talked a few weeks ago about how esports and gaming have been able to create unique ways for gamers to be social and share experiences together without actually having to, to be together. Well, 12.3 million people tuned in to the latest one. We're, we're going to talk about that. But first, one of the most important international tournaments for League of Legends is officially cancelled. Will we still see a 2020 world champion?
3: The midseason invitational in years past has always been such a blow off event in that Ooh. it was like well, I mean Ooh So when you play when you're talking about professional League of Legends, like it's all about your local, you know, your regional tournaments uh-huh. and then the world championship at the end. The midseason invitational always kind of felt like didn't matter. Yeah, it felt like it's like, oh, my God, can we get to the summer split, please? Like, why do we have to wait?
2: So at, so, so besides a prize pool, did, did, did MSI uh, actually determine anything? Like,
4: did it help you get into Worlds? Yeah, is there any consequences? Like, if I didn't win, do I care?
3: Uh, like, yeah, so if you, if you win at MSI, you do have a guaranteed slot at Worlds, which okay. was nice. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, it didn't mean a whole lot. And yet, now that they've announced that it's not happening this year. Everyone's up in arms about it. Everyone's just bummed out, I feel like. Uh,
2: why couldn't they have, have done it? I mean, they, they've been doing all this stuff online anyway, so so why cancel the season Invitational?
3: Uh, because playing internationally online is a lot harder. You can't get a stable connection when you play internationally, because people who are playing from their home region are now suddenly playing on a, a second delay. Even if it's just one second delay, that's mm. it ends your competitive viability. And really, the only reason I'm bummed out is because we got Cloud9 here, right? They went 26-2 this split. Unbelievable season. I don't know if they're any good, but this would have at least <laughs> let me know if they were any good. I could have known if there was any hope. Now I have to wait all the way to October to find out if there's going to be hope. If that doesn't get canceled. Well, League of Legends
2: uh, losing out on tournaments. Overwatch League, actually. They, they, they've seen, I think, a lot of success in doing their online uh, uh, play. And they are now at a point now where they actually have shared servers up that the league is going to start playing on. So actually going into May, they're actually going to more of a tournament sort of setting. Uh, they're going to have two regional tournaments, the North American one, then one obviously over in the uh, the Asian market as well. And so they're going to use the beginning of May to have matches to determine the seating. So for May at least, they're moving away from sort of the, the, the traditional style league play that we've seen, which is just weekly matches against each other to, you know, determine what the the season standings are like, and going to this regional tournament they're actually to bring bring back prize pools. Um, and a single elimination tournament as well. And uh, I have to think, like, I mean, I didn't think that the way that they were doing the season so far there was necessarily anything wrong with it, but I think that this turn now to suddenly go back to tournaments is to hopefully try and and maybe bring some more eyes or or, or get some more excitement into it. Now, James,
4: from everything that you've kind of learned uh, that we've talked about as far as online play, where do you sit? Do you think that they should be canceling competitions or just kind of making do with what they're able to do.
1: I think right now in this time, you have to make do with what you're able to do mm-hmm. to keep things flowing, to keep things going. Is the switch over to the tournament, is that because of all the different games and matches that have been canceled? There's no way to make those up?
2: They they are still going to make those up. And honestly, I think the reason they did this is, is th- this is the third season of Overwatch League, right? And in the first two seasons, they had the season uh, split up into what they called stages. And at the end of each stage... They would have a little mini tournament to determine the stage champion. Teams, I'll be honest, it, it sounds so like,
1: convoluted. Well, I feel like with esports, there's so many like yeah. weird hoops you got to jump through. Yes, like to determine who's the best, or you got to go through this tournament, and you got to place on here's, this. Here's what they're trying to solve. Here's
2: what they're trying to solve, though. Make it easy. Let's say that you're a fan of the Detroit Lions. I don't know why you would be. Right? <laughs> why you got to say team, that? Baby. It's the whole team. <laughs> as, you, as you get later into the season, right? You have no hope of getting into the playoffs, let alone going to the Super Bowl. Why would you continue to watch? And and this goes for any team that doesn't do well throughout the season. When you get to a point where you're like, well, we're not going anywhere,
3: why keep watching? I would argue that for the beginning of the season, why would you bother to watch? Okay, exactly. That's That's fair. That's
2: even worse. So so I think that esports is trying to find a way to solve that by... Putting in these tournaments Sort of in between as well So that way Even People if you're doing Really really
1: bad They'll still root for the team They're still going to be interested still, still invested You still
2: have a chance Look, They might not last win The year, world championship. Last year the but. Washington Justice Were trash For the first three stages Whoa. And then something changed For the fourth stage And I think they went Nine and one Now, unfortunately, they didn't have a stage championship for that one, but suddenly this team, which was absolutely trash, had this moment of glory that was great for them and their fans.
4: I'm invested in esports, but I I really feel like to get to the next level, people are going to have to make this
1: so that it's easier to follow yes you gotta simplify it Yeah, like, I'm like well, is it the mid is it the midwestern summer tournament is yeah, it the like, northeastern tournament? but that, that's what the exclusive? Overwatch League has done
2: and it's led to a decline in viewership so then what do you do
4: yeah I, do, I don't know what the, the path forward but to really reach people that, that don't care about esports or don't care about video games they are going to have to make it so that i can just you know like saying hey the super bowl is the biggest game of the year that translates to the bajillion and bajillions of people but you know having to explain group stages even as a simple concept is going to be tough to get out there
1: yeah well will the tournaments be the new format for the overwatch league i guess we'll have to wait and see but speaking of overwatch league our close shave of the week takes us right there
0: time is up oh my god checkpoint xp's close shave Watch it at CheckpointXP.com.
1: Our close shave of the week is brought to us by the Dallas Fuel beating the Houston Outlaws. The Battle of Texas was in full swing last weekend in the Overwatch League between the Dallas Fuel and the Houston Outlaws. The matchup was very even with each map going back and forth. After the halfway, they were tied up 1-1 to and the Fuel full held the Outlaws on Route 66. The Outlaws amazingly were able to full hold the Fuel and had they won, would have taken the series 3-1 to on the next map. But the Fuel in overtime collapsed onto Muma, who should have used his ultimate ability to survive and win the match, but didn't. The Fuel won, and they will go on to take the match in a game five.
3: Let's see what the Fuel do. They go
2: for the high ground up on the gas station. Early initiation. Primal Rage ready to back it up. Quite a bit of damage. Going around.
3: Oh no! Muma does not primal the Fuel! Now with an opportunity! You can't have that happen!
2: And now the Fuel... Looking far better as the Outlaws. They have to buy time for Mooma to get back.
3: What a collapse. An incredible punish by the Fuel, but the answer there was in Mooma's hands. That is not an error
1: that should be happening. Congrats to the Dallas Fuel. I'm barely pulling that win off over the Houston Outlaws with a little help from Mooma.
0: Ooh, ouch.
1: Ah, yeah. <laughs> and that is our close shave of the week.
0: Never miss anything again. No way. Stay on top of your game by heading to CheckpointXP.com to get in the game.
1: You're listening to CheckpointXP, your home for esports and gaming. We we're talking about how esports and gaming have been able to create unique ways for gamers to be social and share experiences together without actually having to be together. While Travis Scott, doing a virtual concert in Fortnite, just attracted over 12.3 million people. Now we're wondering, what kind of events do you think companies should look into to invest uh, to try to capture other people's attention?
2: Yeah, so this Travis Scott uh, uh, thing in Fortnite... it's not the first time they've done a a concert within Fortnite. They had uh, Marshmallow. Uh, Marshmallow did it, but but when Marshmallow did it, it was just like a little avatar of his character on like a stage, you know, out somewhere in the map. Yeah, so this, that's not
1: what this one was. Oh, like. Oh,
2: this Travis Scott thing was a whole other thing. He was like blown up like kaiju Godzilla sc- size, so a giant in rapper? the sky. Okay, yeah, and there was like all these like particle effects and like meteorites and stuff going all over, like like it was. It's like they took the like marshmallow the Pete Floyd thing light
1: Show.
4: Yeah, and they like absolutely blew it off. Well, it I mean, was huge. It was it was so cool that there were plenty of parents on my Facebook taking videos of their kids like watching, watching it, it and being like, Hello, <laughs> mom, this is so cool." And they were they were mind blown. And it's cool because it's not in Fortnite you're playing against uh 100 other people, yeah. right? or 99 other people. When they do these special little events like they did with Star Wars, like they, they, they did with Marshmallow, it's a much smaller uh, number or queue. It's like 15 Well, it's also – it's not
2: during the game itself. Yeah. So, well, so, so, so you can't actually, like, kill each other as you're watching okay. it. You, you're just here, like, experiencing it together,
1: you know, running around with Almost like buying people. a ticket to the concert Yeah, coming yes. to watch the concert. Yeah, exactly. Because okay. I know in the past on Fortnite when they, they did, like, a missile launch, like, I was there to watch the missile launch. And you can still kill each other, mm-hmm. but it was for me. It was a cool moment because it was all these people on this map, all gathered on one portion of the map, waiting to watch this missile launch, and nobody would kill anybody, even though you had the ability to do it. Yeah, you. So you can't. It's like a special lobby where there's there's
4: nothing allowed. I think for that. I think it
2: actually takes place before the match itself. So as yes. you're waiting to go into a match, it puts you here. You get to experience this insane, you know, Pacific Rim level Travis Scott rapping at you. The
4: next thing though is going to be so. <laughs> Uh, it's been interesting because Marshmallow uh, is kind of uh, like a mainstream artist, mm-hmm. right? Like, not huge or anything like that. Travis Scott, too. Like, those are pretty big names. How common do you think it's going to be for artists to start doing things like this? Like, not only just in Fortnite, but, like, Realm Royale or any video game, you know, do they see this as an audience Well, first to of
2: all, I, I do think that Fortnite is uniquely suited to do this. I think if you tried to put, like, you know, a concert inside something like Overwatch or League of Legends... Uh, since they've never done anything like that before, I think that it might be a little bit misplaced. Not that they can't do it, but the fact that Fortnite has made a name for themselves doing these like
4: weird publicity stunts—it's a party game.
5: It is. It's it a is. party
4: game. It is. James, if you could see
1: one thing in Fortnite, what do you put? What do you want to see in Fortnite? What do I want to see in Fortnite? Keep it PG. Oh, keep it PG. <laughs> well, that takes a. Oh, that takes away a lot of uh, a lot of elements. Um, you know, I'd love to see like wrestling somehow get involved in That'd Fortnite. That'd be cool. You know, because just. To me, the wrestlers, the whole facade of how big and tough they are. i like to see, can somehow WrestleMania, can there be a WrestleMania match in Fortnite or in some other kind of video game in the future? That, to me, would be really cool. I would tune in uh, to participate... And watch that. Oh. What about you, Weird Beard? Is something um, that would
4: you'd like to see? Uh yeah, I I would like to see like the ability to build your own performances. You know what I mean? Like if they had a whole bunch of Kanye West and, and marshmallows and, and guys like that to so you could I could just whatever I wanted, like another YouTube stream, but have it be all interactive stuff.
1: You could it, have Kanye doing all the songs. You want to hear Exactly. You don't want to hear the new stuff. You want to hear the old stuff. Exactly, the old Kanye. College dropout Kanye. <laughs> All right, coming up in a bit, Nintendo is definitely up to something. What do they have cooking? We're going to find out in a bit. But first, is HR going to demand Weird Beard's head on a platter after his response to a reply-all email fiasco offends the boomers of our office? Let's well, check out the size of the balls on Weirdbeard. Beard. That's next on Checkpoint XP.
0: Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh,
1: my god! Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. I'm James Campbell. Along with me is Robbie Landis as well as my own personal inner office email superhero. Boomers, beware. It's a weird
4: beard. I feel like I need it on my wrestling introduction where it's just like, boomer! Boom.
2: I'm, I'm sorry, he's your yeah. hero for that?
1: My inter-office email superhero. Yes! Okay, because those <laughs> emails said.
2: those emails started to slow down to a trickle until he stepped in and started it all up again.
1: I don't know about that. All I know is he said what needed to be said. He said what I've been thinking for years. This isn't the first time we've had a reply all issue in the building. This is just the first time it's gone on a huge corporate scale yeah.
4: alright so let me tell this story from the top so that everybody knows why I am the superhero of all superheroes a villain <laughs> hero of the day <laughs> listen you either uh, you, you live what is it you die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain yeah
2: so you're the villain that's what I'm
4: saying So it was a bright and sunny early Tuesday morning last week, and uh, all of a sudden I got a ding on my phone because I always leave my work emails on, like, the sound on, because if it's an emergency, you have to be able to know. I turn it all off. I turn it all off, too. So I get the first ding, and it was a a company-wide email, and then about three minutes later, it was followed by another ding, and I was like, ooh, there's something up. It is a Tuesday morning. Normally, I'm not getting emails at this time. And it was somebody replying all to a company-wide email saying, please remove me from this list. I don't know why I'm on here. That then started a cascade of over 30, uh, 35 to 50 emails. See, maybe? when
2: when I finally, like, checked my email, there were 70 70- replies in there because I think the original email when it went out it was immediately followed out by disregard this like it was a mistake
1: or yes. something right? Well it was followed up by an IT email that just restated the exact yes. thing that they said so, so each so
2: person's email all you would had get to do, all, But all you had to do is said disregard this so all anyone in the entire company had to do was just ignore it. They didn't have to say anything. But then But what? everybody yeah. had to chime in and then everybody to say, take me off this email. And next thing you know, 60 to 100 emails. And I don't understand why boomers out there couldn't just, first of all, reply to a single person. Just hit the reply button. Yes. It's right next to it. Reply, reply all. The first take me off of this. Reply all, that's, that's all you had to do. <laughs> but that's all you first have to do, James. Reply <laughs> they're,
4: they're right next to each other. There is no first option. They are within a centimeter of each
2: other.
1: I am looking at it right here, Robbie. So it
4: became very frustrating once all these emails kind of came out because what happened is people would not stop replying all. And they would ask, hey, please take me off this list. Please take me off this list. But every time they do it, they'd annoy another person. Who would they, they annoy? Another company yes, of people would then reply all because they were annoyed because they're getting
2: now. Too they, many. Now they want to be taken off. And, and so, I'm not
4: trying to
1: take the side of the boomers here.
2: Oh, he's taking
4: the side of the boomers.
2: That's exactly what this is. A lot of
1: people are working from home, so the email setup is a little bit different when you're working on the online version of your email than the Outlook version on your PC here at the office. At least for me. And what it does is it takes all the emails and kind of combines them into, like, one big email. So you don't really know what's going on. So not everybody probably clicked through to read what exactly was happening. They just clicked the reply, which the first option is reply all, asking to be removed from the list. But this is where I step in is because after about 20
4: reply all messages, um, I was a little frustrated. Um, the, the dinging was what got to me. And, I, you know, you're sitting there and you just hear ding, ding. Not if your phone's on silent. And it just like, but if it's an emergency, you have to leave it on. And I felt like in The Shining where, you know, just all dings and no play make Rick a fun or not fun boy or whatever it is. And I sent a reply all email back to the entire company that said, boomers, do not reply about where you are. Nobody cares. Thank you. And, uh, and then
1: it started all over again because now everyone's offended. <laughs> they were mad. And as soon as I read that, the Foo Fighters, my hero, started playing in my head. <laughs> the drums start kicking in. There goes my hero. It was
4: like kicking a hornet's nest because then I started getting... Emails that were to just me, like they were no longer oh, on the reply wait, hold on. all. They figured out how to press just the reply button. Yes, I had some, I had many people tell me that "boomer" was an offensive term oh, and to not no. use "boomer."
5: Oh,
3: um,
4: don't even.
2: Yeah, they were. They oh were, my gosh, they were quite come upset. on! But then I also you got it in now
1: and use it while you can because it probably is going to become one of the blacklisted words. Oh, oh absolutely. Stop.
4: Along with Karen's, right? You can't yes. say that anymore. But That's I on its I, way as well. I did get one email in support. Uh, it's, t- it's titled "Thank You." And it goes. I don't know who you are, what you do, or where you come from. I just wanted you he to doesn't know. doesn't do a whole lot. That we all appreciated this. So I have a. Fi- I was split like 50 I I definitely am anticipating being called into an office. Sometimes I was going to ask. Future. Have you been disciplined
1: yet? No. Okay.
4: I have not. And it was funny because like I I talked about it in the group uh, Facebook chat with everybody here at Checkpoint, being like. Um, I don't care. I wish they would try to, you know, like, yeah, bring it on. And I just never heard anything. So I think <laughs> I think that they know that you can't get me in trouble for saying the word boomer.
1: I think the timing of it, too, there's bigger fish to fry right now <laughs> dealing with coronavirus <laughs> than somebody calling the, you know, the people hitting reply all boomers. So. Yo,
4: I... Being a
1: starter is so much fun sometimes.
5: <laughs> I wish I wish
1: I was still young and full of angst like you because I used to be. I used to be the weird beard. I'd be the guy replying all calling people names. But now I'm I'm too old and I need to keep a steady paycheck. <laughs> well, hopefully we won't be posting the job listing for weird beard's position anytime soon. But if you do need weird beard's help to yell at the boomers in your life, please reach out to him at weirdbeard at checkpointxp dot com. And now that we spilled the beans on our inner office drama, let's see who else nailed it this week besides weird beard. It's time for our Nailed It and Failed It.
0: From the high highs. An absolute monster. To the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it? On Checkpoint XP Radio.
1: This week's Nailed It and Failed It, we're getting things started with our Nailed It. This week's Nailed It goes out to Frodo Baggins himself, Elijah Woods. An Animal Crossing player on Twitter shared screenshots of the Lord of the Rings star visiting her island to sell his turnips. He was very kind and gracious, even hung out for photos he complimented her island and asked if you could pick some flowers to take back to his island the plant. in your wildest dream who's the one celebrity you would want to
4: come to your animal crossing island the rock oh, to, for to, real to know that the rock <laughs> plays
2: animal crossing on the switch like to see his big like hulking muscular frame just, just like playing tiny, this tiny, tiny little switch yeah. yeah i'd love to see like what his island looked like there'd probably just be like weights and like workout equipment everywhere but yeah the rock hands down james that's funny
1: i was going to say john cena but i want to go with another professional wrestler <laughs> So I'll take my number two hunk, Channing Tatum. Ooh, that's oh, a good not choice. Not a bad as well. one. Not I feel like, one. oh, he's funny. He's classy. He's a hunk. He can dance. He's hanging out with me on the Animal Crossing. We're friends now. And I feel like he definitely would be a
4: fun uh, Animal Crossing like partner. Like he doesn't see, like he seems wholesome. He'd plant flowers and yeah, he'd and help out. He, he, or, he wouldn't go
1: around and just like chop your trees down or yeah. smash <laughs> the rocks. No, and he's not going to let all my turnips go rotten and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's going to
4: help out. What about you, Weird Beard? Like, I'd have to just. Choose I don't know like a Jennifer Aniston just a famous actress Ooh, to come through and a hang sexy out with babe me. to
1: come so they can you know feed have my animal grapes. crossing wow, sex se- sex or appeal that and worked. you go with yeah. Jennifer Aniston whoa
4: don't okay. sacrilege
1: I'm
2: just saying she's getting up there i you seen her
1: though
5: <laughs> she's <laughs> looking good
2: I mean fair she's
1: like a fine wine she's aging very well or a cheese a cheese too yeah they both work I would probably go with wine because it doesn't smell as bad as cheese <laughs> be sure to tune in next hour to find out who failed it. Don't forget, if you ever missed and nailed it and failed it, you can find them posted over at CheckpointXP.com. Checkpoint
0: XP, your home for competition. Online at CheckpointXP.com.
1: You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We're just on the topic of boomers and not understanding technology and... I think I may be guilty of some boomer tendencies Uh-oh. here. Oh. Um, I have a confession. So, I finally got a Valorant invite last week. Which is currently still the largest viewed game on Twitch right huge, now. It's It's so popular. I was so excited. I tweeted an image of my email saying, Congratulations, you're in. Um, and I also confessed that I wanted to try to connect my uh, my PS4 controller oh, to my PC to geez, play. Oh, no. Why, why is that such a big deal? Oh, no. Your reaction. And then Norris, James. our head of the collegiate esports department at Checkpoint XP. <sighs> Pretty much mocked me online. Dude, he hit me with a dank meme and I felt really dumb. James (laughs) Uh, 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 James.
2: James. All right, look. All right. Playing on PC, especially a competitive, high octane game like Valorant with a controller yeah. would would be like showing
4: up to like uh uh like like like, like uh, a dirt bike race with training wheels. Or do you know like cars at all? Like you know how there's some truck guys that may that are like Ford or nothing or it's a little girl's truck. Yeah. It's the same feeling with like how PC players really feel about console you, players. You, you,
2: you have way more control over yourself and like your your reactions and stuff, your reflexes when you're on a mouse and keyboard. You just You can't. You cannot turn or aim fast enough on the controller, all
4: things equal. You you just can't. You can't, James. It'd be the same as uh, saying, like, there's basketball and then there's, like, NBA jams. So he's wrong as well because this is the truth. This is the gospel right here. (laughs) Okay, I'm listening. Preach to me, guys. But, I I mean, listen. I think a kid just won a Fortnite uh, World Championship using a controller, I think— I have faith in you, James. If you want to use a controller, you live in mean, live I'm your a dreams. console man. Okay. I've All been right, a console right. man. Le- my dad was a
1: console okay. man. All All right, my James, grandfather James. The before him was a console man. James, right?
4: you like to have fun,
2: right? I do. Okay, that's fine. If you don't want to win, you just want to have fun, stick with your controller. But okay. let me tell you this you step into the ring with me, yeah. with the mouse and keyboard, with my Corsairs, I'm taking you down. You think so? I'm yeah. taking you down, and I'm doing it hard. And just, James, here's oh, why wow. it's there's fair. no kid
4: gloves here. Neither of you have really played any Valorant to date that I know of, James. No, I haven't
1: even. Installed it yet? Because mm-hmm. once I got mocked online, I'm like, I don't even I, know if I, want I to I installed play it.
4: I did like the five minute tutorial, and that's it. do,
2: so, they, do they have a one v one mode? Yes, they do. Uh oh. All right, we're gonna. Well, I'm gonna prove it to you, right? Real world experience. Yeah. I'm going to put you down hard, James, and you can go back to playing your little Realm Royale with the kitties, all right? Oh, so I, th- I wow. think where people Just can stay up to date serious. with this,
4: uh, if you want to check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash checkpointxp, we're going to have to set up a, a showdown between you That's two. right. James v. Robbie, uh, and then we'll we'll get a little bit of Valorant
1: going. How do we'll you feel about that? We'll have to come up it? with, uh, I, I love it, we'll have to come up with some sort of... Uh, Steaks. Steaks. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We know how you like a good stipulation. <laughs> we know how you like a good stipulation, because if I win, I want some sort of accolades of some form. I mean, that's
2: fine. It's not going to happen, so. but sure. If, 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 if you need like a silver ring to reach for, James, well, sure. Yeah, good. we're
1: fine with that. I'm excited. So how will the mouse and keyboard versus controller showdown go? I guess you have to tune in to future episodes to find out. Or hey, make sure you follow us on social media at CheckpointXP on Twitter and Facebook to find out when Robbie and I are going head to head to see who will be... Triumphant. Now, if you're a gamer on a budget and you're looking uh, on the lookout for games that cost a little to nothing but it's still worth the hard drive space, then stay tuned. We have our free game of the week on the way in a bit. But ahead next, Nintendo is cooking up something. Is the brand known for the cute plumbers and princesses and kid-friendly games? Are they gearing up for war against the big dogs? Weird Beard is going to let us know what Nintendo's getting ready for. That's all next on Checkpoint X. We're rolling with
0: continuous eSports on the only show for eSports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness around. No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint
1: XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for eSports and video games. You're hanging with me, James Campbell, as well as Weird Beard. And the only person in the room that has to check their bed for cookie crumbs before <laughs> they go to sleep, Mr. Robbie Landis.
2: Uh, Yeah, I walked in the other day and Katie's sitting there playing games. And she has next to her a perfectly good nightstand, right? Which doesn't have anything on it because the cats will like knock stuff off during the night. So I'm like, put this stuff away, they won't knock stuff off. Perfectly good nightstand. But on the other side, laid across my pillow like it's like it's a dinner tray is a bunch of cookies just laying on it and I just walk in and just give her this look and she starts laughing because she knows exactly what I'm thinking and I go to get the phone to take a picture to shame her on social media which I do all the time so if you want go and follow me at Robbie Landis or Robbie underscore Landis CP sick plug but yeah. uh, I get back in there and she's moved them over onto the nightstands now so I'm like no 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 so I've, I've taken to hiding the snacks now if she wants a snack, she has to come and ask me for it. I give her a snack, and she eats it there Man, in front Nazi. of me.
1: And we have to explain. This is your significant other. Yes. This is not your child. No, that's
2: that's right. This is my girlfriend, a grown, You're dating a, child. a grown woman who specifically eats on my side of the bed so that the crumbs don't get on her side.
4: Nobody puts Robbie's girlfriend in a corner.
2: Except nobody, for me.
1: <laughs> nobody puts crumbs in Robbie's pillow either. Alright, so Nintendo's definitely cooking up something, the brand known for cute plumbers and princesses and mostly kid-friendly games, definitely gearing up for something coming up in the future. Weird beard. Let us know what's going on with Nintendo.
4: Um. So if if you know anything about Nintendo, you know that before the Switch, there was a huge dip in the popularity and kind of uh, like the infamous
2: Wii U. Yes,
4: and it really kind of tanked the brand, at least in North America for a, for a while.
2: I, I actually like like myself. I didn't realize until years later that the Wii U was actually a new console. I thought it was like some sort of weird peripheral. I'm with you. I thought that that you attached to you the would, Wii. Yes,
1: much like the Sega Saturn or something. Yeah, like that. I thought that's was what the Wii. It was a big
4: misstep. Um, So when they did that and they had the dip, uh, with the Switch, the popularity has come very far back and Nintendo Fever is... All the way on Probably in as high right as it's ever been. Correct, and, and and we've really seen that throughout the month of March. Uh, it seems like Nintendo is the winner during quarantine, as far as video game companies go. So far, all right.
2: Well, I mean, to be fair though, uh, both Sony and Microsoft are gearing up for their next gen consoles. Yes, and Nintendo has always sort of been out of sync with them a little. You know, they they've always sort of taken
4: advantage of those dips in where Sony and Microsoft's getting ready to launch something new. Now they had a very strong year last year. Plenty of uh, great. Games they capped it off with Luigi's Mansion 3, and then this way better year, than I thought it was going to be. Yes, and then this year we have a couple of uh things that are signaling that Nintendo seems to be gearing up and getting ready for that upcoming Sony and Microsoft war. Uh, one of those things is through Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, the, the coolest thing is that they just announced that there's going to be um, one-off special events throughout the year
1: essentially within uh, the Animal Crossing? Within Animal Crossing yeah, similar they, to like what Fortnite with Travis Scott but maybe of, not on that uh, grand uh, of a scale uh,
2: they, they just did an event called Earth Day where they introduced a new uh, uh, sort of seller like something you can go and you can buy like seeds from and like plant special shrubberies and stuff like that they they introduced uh, a, guy, a, ha- that a guy was there guy going around? Uh, there, there might have been I don't okay. remember but I mean Earth Day usually has, Day has a hashtag like with it yeah. uh, but they also introduced the uh, The fox that sells you paintings now, and some of the paintings he sells you can be forgeries.
4: Yes. Now, so what? Yeah, yes, for real. So <laughs> what is it, the one s- of the reasons game. that's big is because uh, it's it was the number two best selling game of the year so far. And it's been the best-selling game of March in for 2020. Animal so, Crossing. Animal Crossing. Wow. So it, it's big, and it's showing that Nintendo's committing to really drawing out the lifespan of that game, as opposed to, you know, just releasing a game that got really big. They go, okay, that's great, and then moving on to the next project. Uh, they're also going back into another game, Mario Maker 2, which just got another huge update uh, that essentially makes it so that people can make an entire game of Mario. Instead of just levels in yes. Mario? So beforehand, in Mario Maker, if you've never played, you get to design your own Mario level, right? So you put all the blocks where you want it, and and the... the how many
1: bad guys? Uh, yeah, how many all, Goombas are going to jump on? All that on kind of stuff. With the tubes and the piranha plants? And, and it was kind
4: stuff? of uh, broken apart because all you could do is the level. So it's like you'd have to play a whole bunch of levels. Now people are able to make entire games with up to eight worlds and, and progression of the... the so, know,
2: oh, very cool. It, you, you can just download one code and play through an entire game instead of having to download individual levels.
4: Yes, and so, like... It again shows that Nintendo's really starting to invest into these big long form properties uh, because I think they know that on the horizon, they are going to have a battle with those new gen consoles, but they already have a leg up, especially because uh, the Switch sales have been the highest first quarter sales for hardware since the Nintendo DS console. Remember, we've been talking for weeks about how the Nintendo Switch has just been sold out everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's hard been, to find one. People have been reselling them for like six hundred dollars when they Whoa. go for retail at like two hundred to three hundred bucks. Um I just really think it's interesting to see what Nintendo's trying
1: to do, you know? Like so how so this investment in these games showing that they're they're committed to these games, how is that gonna help them Combat against the, these new next-gen. Well, it's it, it,
2: it's interesting because I don't think that I mean obviously because they're all video games, they are competitors. But I don't think that consumers look at Nintendo as a competitor the same way that we look at Sony and Microsoft. Yes. Right? Most I would people agree with that. most people have an Xbox or a PlayStation, and they have a Switch. Right? But I think this that, that that Nintendo wants to keep up all of this momentum that they've been able to build up so far. So I think Weird Beard's right. I think they want to have a bunch of content ready so that when people are out there buying their PlayStation, they're buying their Xbox and all that sort of stuff from Sony and Microsoft. The Switch doesn't get lost. Exactly. They don't want to lose the momentum they have right now. Yeah,
4: because again, like with the Wii U, they, they're they fighting at a disadvantage. You know, like Sony and Microsoft have been going head to head as like kind of top of the pile for what, 10 years? 15 years now at this point or something like that? Uh, Nintendo has to be able to, to really stay in there with the big boys if they want to.
1: All right, will this be the year of Mario? Will Nintendo be able to take on the big dogs when the next-gen systems come out? I guess only time will tell, but we'll be here with the latest news on all that stuff on Checkpoint XP. We're just talking about Nintendo making some huge moves in the industry, coming out with some new uh, content for Animal Crossing. A huge update on Mario Maker 2. And will they be able to hold their own against the big dogs, uh, the Xbox, and the Sony Playstations uh, later in the year when those next-gen consoles get released? And we are all kind of wondering if we had to choose how to invest ten grand either in Nintendo, Sony, or Microsoft, which company would we choose to put that money in?
2: I'd like you to go first, James. Just based on what you've heard from us, yeah. if you had that investment, where would you
1: put it? Okay, uh, I'm kind of torn between two. Okay. I'm torn between either Nintendo or Sony. So Nintendo, I'm torn um, because I'm on I'm on the Switch game now. I want to I want a Switch. Yeah. I wanted to pick one up. They're sold out. Can't find them. So I'm just kind of patiently waiting. You know, I
2: have one for six hundred dollars. If you're interested. Do you?
1: <laughs> well, guess what? There's about five hundred other people on the internet for the same price. I can get one uh, for as well. But uh, So I, I want to play the Switch, so I'm interested. So Nintendo's got my attention. I want to see where they're going to take this, where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I love being able to play all those old school games uh, and that sort of thing.
2: Well, but- you're, you're, you're learning. I, I would say that, that out of those three, those are definitely the two best. Uh, I myself would definitely go into Sony because when it comes to the Sony versus Microsoft war, Sony has been killing it. For as long as this war has been going on, basically, and I think that they're going to continue to do so in this next console generation. Nintendo, well, they're doing well. They may continue to do so. It, it's very possible, mm-hmm. but there's also the chance that, depending on how well Sony does, that Nintendo does see a bit of a drop off. So I think that Sony here is definitely sort of the clear winner.
4: I think I'm. I I want my heart tells me Nintendo. I I want Nintendo to come back and. And have the same kind of dominance that they had in the late '90s, early 2000s. I don't think you're ever going to go back to that. I don't think so either. And that's that's why my brain, my heart tells me Nintendo, but my brain tells me Sony, just because I think uh, Nintendo's kind of winning now because there's nothing else going on. Yeah, there's no other Sony or Microsoft. They're at the end. They're essentially beating up geriatric
1: systems at this point. (laughs) Like they've been out for quite a while. I'm sure we'll talk about that further here on Checkpoint XP. But coming up, unpopular opinion. Not all gamers think the same way, and that's okay. We're going to talk about some of the most controversial, unpopular opinions coming up in a bit. Because ahead, next, the NFL held their draft virtually this year. Now, it didn't come without some hiccups. That's for sure. What went wrong? We'll talk about that next on Checkpoint XP.
3: Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date Calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. Starting in the Overwatch League competition has officially resumed. However, there will be no more home stands this season, with all matches being played online. League play has also been suspended with a regional tournament instead being held in May. The spring split of the League of Legends LCS has drawn to a close. Cloud9 were the big winners, and this is where we should be wondering whether they'll perform well at the midseason Invitational. Unfortunately, we're not going to find out, as that event has now been canceled as well. The summer split is still on track to begin June 20th. NASCAR has taken to eSports for the time being. They're running the iRacing Pro Invitational Series each weekend, where pro drivers compete in sim races. Normally, we'd be gearing up for ESL-1 Rio, a major Counter-Strike tournament that runs in May. Due to COVID-19, it's been pushed back to the fall this year. May should have played host to DreamHack Dallas. However, that event has also been moved back to August 14th through the 16th, shortly after the rescheduled DreamHack Summer. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website. That's over at CheckpointXP.com.
0: Get in the game. The number one esports and video game radio show, Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives.
1: Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You've got me, James Campbell, along with Robbie Landis and the self-proclaimed master of the Irish goodbye, Weird Beard. It's the thing is, you have to commit to it. If you're going to decide to Irish goodbye, which is
4: for those who are not in the know, uh, when you just leave somewhere without telling people, you have to you have to make that split second decision and go. I am gone. And then just
3: out. Yeah.
2: So what's it called when you tell someone you're going to show up and then you don't? Because that's happened a lot too, Mr. Beard. An Irish hello.
4: And that's where <laughs> I just say I'm going to be there. And then I get a little uh, tired, take a nap, and forget all about it. But yep. yes. no, like, Well, going forward, uh, you won't be invited anymore. So. Okay. That's fine. For the Irish goodbye, James, if you're ever interested in trying it, uh, the, the other thing other than commitment I would recommend to you is to make sure that you always say, like, if somebody sees you, be like, oh, I'm just, just getting something from my car real quick. It's the number one line that nobody ever questions, and you're able to just
1: go. Well, now everybody knows why. I always wonder if Weirbeard just left the show because sometimes <laughs> it's just like, I'll be right back, and he's gone. But I think he's just taking a number two. All right, the NFL draft took place last weekend, and because of the COVID-19 guidelines, it had to be held online. So it definitely uh, it went off with probably quite a few hiccups, I would say. But we have Checkpoint XP producer Callie in to talk about some of the problems. Callie.
3: So, I mean, I I admit I love football. I'm one, I I feel like I'm becoming, like, less and less people seem to love football, especially (laughs) around our age demographic. Uh So, uh, I'm a huge football fan. I love the draft as a lifelong Lions fan. It's the only happiness I get all year long. I don't get to enjoy any other part of the game, but watching this year's NFL draft obviously because of COVID-19 they had to do everything online they had to you know they got uh, cameras set up in people's houses like all the draft picks are like on Zoom or on Skype like with uh, the draft going on in the background and one thing that just stuck out to me and, and Robbie we've been we've been doing podcasts for a long time we 12 13 years yeah now? yeah it was so much fun to watch the Some of the biggest names in sports broadcasting have the same exact problems we do, (laughs) where they both start talking at the same time, and they both go, no, 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 you go ahead. No, you go ahead. And then you have this awkward six-second delay while we're waiting for one of them to just start talking. Oh, it's so vindicating to hear stuff like that. Well,
4: I'll also tell you, James has the uh, the infamous quote that I love repeating is that streaming is the only thing that you can do the exact same thing and never have it work out the same way. It's wild.
0: How
1: does that work? (laughs) I don't change. (laughs) I don't change a single setting in my room. Uh, Yet uh, every single time I go live, I have to adjust every setting.
2: James, there's there's I think a a certain threshold, uh, a, a, a certain age. That that once you hit it, technology just rebels against you. Oh, I think I think that's what you're suffering from, honestly. Because I don't have those problems when I stream.
4: I do it perfectly every time. I
2: well,
3: think Dr. I hit Dr. that Robbie's- threshold at sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like Doctor Robbie's trying to tell me I suffer from boomerism. Just or something. a little bit,
4: but I will tell you though. While we're talking about this, the streaming aspect of the actual draft itself, it was. F- there were some issues and some lag, hiccup and whatnot, but it was better executed than I would say most other professional organizations. Anything they do is going to come out. Like yeah, I mean, I make fun of it a little bit, but overall, it, it went off. Pretty well,
3: I mean... It, it,
2: it also sounds like, because I feel like when you, when you bring in that sort of live at-home element, and this isn't even just for, for, for the draft, I've even seen it amongst stuff like uh, uh, like Conan and uh, uh, Colbert are doing their shows from home now as well. It yeah. just brings in this this magic that live streaming has of stuff that can just happen at any at a moment's notice that, that you can't just make up, you can't write that stuff in. And, and for me, I've never really watched the NFL draft before, but the amount of stories I've heard
4: out of this are so... Funny. Yeah, but- like there's one that uh, Saints coach Sean Payton is in trouble now because on his table... Uh, he had a whole bunch of products from competitors that didn't advertise Wait, with ho- the NFL. On. A whole bunch yes. of products? Um, he had one that wasn't so egregious, which was he had Twizzlers, which is made by Hershey's, and uh, the NFL is sponsored by Mars. Womp womp. But he had two sodas on his table. One was uh, SunKissed, which is made by like Dr. Pepper. No, it was Crush. Yeah, or it Crush. Or Crush. Yeah. Sorry, Crush, which is made by Dr. Pepper. But then a he Delicious also, beverage, though. He had a Coke when they're sponsored by Pepsi, which um. is a mortal soda. In to be able to be to Why it. did you need an orange crush and a Coke? Drink one before you get the other. It's tough works work. Trying to figure out what players
1: you want to yeah, become really. from
4: college to be professional. You get thirsty. You build up a thirst. Drink some water. I think. I think though that like it's been it's been more positive than it has negative kind of coming out of this in the long term. So theoretically,
3: next year we're not going to be in this state of COVID nineteen chaos. We we hope. We don't know, but we hope. If you're the NFL, do you look at doing this again, or do you go back to the old formula, James? I think you do it again, Robbie.
4: I think do it again. Yeah,
2: this
3: is uh, a lot of fun. I think
4: it's a unanimous pass. We're going to have to say do it again, NFL. <laughs> well, they listen to us, so. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hopefully they are listening. Thank you for for that. If you do, uh, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see how the draft goes next year. Hopefully uh, the COVID won't be an issue. But if it is, they uh, they have a backup plan. We know there are a lot of you out there gaming on a budget, so Checkpoint XP has you covered with the free game of the week. What game do we have this week, Robbie?
2: Well, this week is actually, uh, uh, I'm bringing, uh, we're we're keeping Callie here on to talk with us because this is one of her favorite games here, and that is Life is Strange, Episode 1. Technically, it's a point-and-click adventure,
5: narrative-based. My name is Max Caulfield. I'm 18 years old. Years ago, my family moved away, and I left behind my childhood. After five years, I'm back in my hometown, Arcadia Bay, Oregon. Now I'm studying photography at Blackwell Academy, my new home. In the end, it's still high school, which kind of sucks. Then there's Chloe. Home, sh- home. Let's dance, or take my picture with your new camera. Come on, rock out, girl. Then something happened something that changed my life forever. Max, what's going on? Where am I? There's something else I have to tell you. Holy shit! Talk to me, Max. No! I discovered I could reverse time.
3: So if you haven't got a chance to play Life is Strange, I'm telling you the thing you need to know about this game is it's going to make you feel something. Okay, There's-
4: James makes fun of me because I've picked a whole bunch of games that he calls, like, hipster games, essentially. This like is a that. definite hipster game. Oh, okay. But, but Maximum k- hipster. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's try to sell. What would be, if you could describe it in one sentence, what is the description?
3: Um... It's about the ethical dilemma of time travel. I okay. guess if I had to put it into one sentence, so See, it's Back uh, to the now, Future. No,
2: no. To be fair, I wouldn't actually put this on the same level as Weird Beards, uh, indie games, or, or or his hipster games because they're usually just like, oh, here's a lame game that nobody actually wants <laughs> to play. This game, well, well, it comes from the point and click genre, which normally would be lame. It does have a very heavy emphasis it's on some another, really like, heavy, and click really type. deep, like narrative. Like, there's some really like like dark stuff in here. Yeah. What
3: would you say is another point and click? Uh from back in the day things like Monkey Island would have been uh, Okay, a like Salmon Max. Salmon Max full like throttle. Okay, yeah. So or, or, or Arx Arx honestly,
2: this is actually even more to the level of like The Walking Dead series Yeah, uh, okay. uh, that, that that Telltale Games did. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, you know, the, the the story follows our protagonist Max, she uh, witnesses a girl in her school get shot and killed and then realizes she has the power to turn back time. So, as Kelly said, the rest of the game is basically trying to decide when you're going to use this ability to try and help people and see what the consequences of it might end up being. So it's
1: almost like a video game version of the butterfly effect. Yes. Very much so. Two hours to beat. Wow, it only takes two hours to play? Now, there are five
2: episodes. So Episode one is two hours, but if you like episode one and you want to continue to play the rest of them, they're about two hours each. You're looking at a total time investment of 10 hours. And while Life is Strange episode one is free on the Microsoft Store, so you can pick that up, if you really like it to get the rest of the episodes, it's only $4.
3: And I'll say this, only two games that I've ever played have made me shed a tear, and this is one of them. This is one of them? Mm -hmm. What was the other one? Undertale. Undertale. Now Uh that's a hipster game. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. They're both pretty hipster.
1: All right, well, thank you for that recommendation. You can get Life is Strange for free now on the Microsoft Store. Let us know how you like it on social media at Checkpoint XP on Twitter or Facebook. And we'll have another great game recommendation coming up in the next half hour during the Patient Gamer. But ahead next, unpopular opinions. You know what they say about opinions, don't you? And even though everybody has one, not all of them are popular. We're talking about your unpopular gaming opinions when we come back on Checkpoint XP.
0: We're rolling with continuous esports on the only show for esports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness Heros! No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint
1: XP. Hey, it's James Campbell with Checkpoint XP, reminding you to make it blue. Help say thank you to our heroes on the front lines of the COVID 19 pandemic. Whether you're streaming, drawing, singing, cooking, or anything else, showcase your talents and hashtag make it blue. Find more information at our website, checkpointxp.com.
2: Hey, I'm Robbie Landis. Every week, Ben Morris and I are bringing you the discussions and news from the world of comics on The Other Identity. Download from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.
0: Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh, the Alamo! He's unbelievable! Nico is on fire! Oh my goodness, how did he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition, Checkpoint XP Radio, a Beasley esports product.
1: Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and the owner of the unpopular opinion that Chris Helmsworth is really just the off brand Jason Momoa, me. James
2: uh, What? Hold on. Hold on. Wait. I'm sorry. Whoa. Chris Hemsworth. I mean, look, I, I kind of see where you're coming from, but Chris Hemsworth
1: yes, is the off-brand version. Absolutely. I think he's the off-brand version of Jason I'm, Momoa.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, James, but if this is a true comparison, and, and I love me some Momoa, but he's definitely the off-brand uh, Chris Hemsworth because Chris Hemsworth has been in more
1: blockbuster titles than he has. No way. Have you seen these guys with their shirts off? There's no there's no comparison. Momo was a way buffer. I think he's much better Aquaman than Hemsworth is. It's uh, a four. Whoa. Yeah.
4: Okay.
2: What do you what do you ride oh. on here, uh,
4: weird beard? Um, I might just go with. Oh, this is this is like picking between two people. I, you know what? I abstain. I think they're both great. I don't want to get beat up by either. You know
2: them. what? That was the right choice because we were going to throw some hands after the show.
1: Well, you know what to say about opinions? And even though everyone has one, some are definitely more popular than others. So we're talking about our own unpopular gaming opinions as well as some of your most controversial ones. We asked over on our social media pages at CheckpointXP on Facebook and Twitter, and if you ever want to be on the air with us, come hang out with us over there and answer that question, and you could be on the show.
5: Hey guys, this is uh, Chris from Covina, California. First time caller, long time listener. Hey, uh,
1: thanks for listening, Chris.
5: No problem, no problem. I uh, so my opinion is, you know, I don't really care for games like Call of Duty or Fortnite, pretty much first person shooters, and especially the battle royale genre. Oh my you gosh! Know, I mean,
1: the battle royale genre.
5: Well, hold, you don't
2: on, on, hold, hold on, hold on, because I look—I get the battle royale thing. You don't care for any first-person
5: shooters. I mean, I like—I like Overwatch, but All Overwatch right, is different, right. you know.
2: Overwatch has character, right?
5: Yeah, Overwatch has character. You know, you have different things. You're not just going around shooting people, yeah. and then that's the end of the game.
2: You know what? I gotta say, Chris, this—this this opinion. Not that unpopular. This is a pretty good opinion.
1: I'm with you, man. James isn't an unpopular opinion. This a very unpopular opinion. I He's can't mad. I can't believe we got this guy on the phone right now. What do you think about the game Realm Royale, Chris?
5: Realm Royale, uh it's just an Overwatch knockoff. Oh my god! <laughs> Get him off the phone! <laughs> hey, you're thanks you're for listening, hero, Chris. Chris. We you're love a you. Hero.
1: Thanks for listening, Chris. We do appreciate your support. Hey,
5: this is Jessica from Portland, Oregon, and my unpopular opinion is that parents should play more video games so to-
4: with their kids. I strongly agree with this one. I don't do think that it's... I don't know, because like most parents feel like... I remember growing up yelling at their kids for playing video games, but my parents never offered to play video games You're
2: with one me. of these parents that don't! Oh. You ban your daughter from
1: playing the games with you! That's true, you do do
2: that. Every, yes, we, we can go <laughs> back and find but actual weird, evidence!
1: He kind of dances in the gray area, because we got video of him dancing with just dance with his daughter. But there's other games that these forbidden to play. Yes,
4: I think it's I think it's on a case-by-case basis dependent upon the games. Oh, my god. You want to play Mario Party with me? Hell, yeah. You want to get into a game where, like, we have to actually rely on, like, Super Smash You're not going to squad
1: up with your daughter in yeah. Call of no, Duty. come
2: exactly. on. That's the, that's the perfect.
4: <laughs> look, if you have a kid, you should be using video games to
2: teach them valuable life lessons. If you have kids and you're gaming, they should always be included. I'm going to agree with Jessica here. Always game with your kids. That's here why I don't it. have them. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Chase
3: from uh, Phoenix, and my unpopular opinion is that Mortal Kombat is by far superior on Super Nintendo than it is on Sega Genesis.
1: Oh, what? Oh, so, no. That was, <laughs> oh, no. But Super Nintendo, you couldn't even have blood in it.
5: Yes, <laughs> you couldn't right. put it in a okay. cold. Oh, first, first of okay, all, okay. I, okay. So, how, do you, how so, do you do that?
2: Besides <laughs> the blood, which isn't even that good, Give me one advantage the Genesis version has. Give me one advantage the SES version has! Um, I will say that the. Oh, you can't put time, the images on us. Have?
4: The Super Nintendo. time do you have? The oh Super Nintendo God. controller feels better to hold. Than the Genesis controller does when it comes to a fighting game. That's the only and, only and it
3: thing also I'll say. has six buttons in a game that requires six buttons.
1: Hey, have you heard of the Sega Genesis controller with the six buttons, the XYZ cool. on so, top? So I need to buy an extra controller to play a
2: subpar game that I could have played on Super Nintendo. Okay, let's let let's yeah. So let's pretend like vicious. anyone who plays fighting games right now aren't going out and buying extra better controllers or entire fighting sticks. That argument yeah, negated. This, this is like Try the again. The late eighties,
0: early nineties, man. Yeah,
4: so. What I'm seeing here is that Sega were pioneers of the future. They saw what was coming and they wanted to make a quick buck on it. Okay, I'm going to put you guys in your separate corners, Chase. Thank you for calling in today.
1: I don't believe. Yeah. This. All right. <laughs> this is the last time we do this topic. I'm so fired up right now. Uh,
4: just don't. All
2: don't, right.
1: Well, thank you, Chase, for that very unpopular opinion. Let's talk about our own unpopular opinions. Weird Beard, you strike me as somebody who's going to have a very unique and strange unpopular game I'd opinion. like to
4: see Weird Beard come up with a popular opinion for once but yeah sure go ahead Mr Beard My unpopular opinion is that gaming now is better than it has ever been and I think that it's something that a lot of people are gonna be mad about because people, What are you talking about? Uh-oh. People like retro gaming, and I get that, but going Weird back beard. and playing. An older unpopular
2: games, opinion is something that most people don't think is true. Of course, gaming is better than it's ever been. Technology has gotten better.
4: But I see you say that as an as somebody who's involved in it. I think the general consensus of like regular Joe Schmoes is that, you know, oh, I remember the old video games that okay. I used to play.
2: Those are the unpopular
4: opinions. No then. way,
2: that's a popular opinion! No that's what it I isn't. Feel. You have millions of kids playing Fortnite today that if they tried to go back and play Bubble Bobble or the Boy in his blob, <laughs> they're gonna hate it. You have the unpopular opinion. You too. That. That's unpopular. I disagree.
1: I agree. But I agree what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so wait, are you telling us you gave somebody else's unpopular opinion? No, oh You're supposed to give your own, like this. I this, did. This He's is aggressive. Is, this is probably something aggressive. that Weirdbeard believes as well. Sonic the Hedgehog is the best character oh my god mascot character he blows mario out of the water i, I don't even know how we can
1: continue doing a show with these yeah. unpopular <laughs> opinions right now no
2: cause... look at it this way all right everybody does the mario thing there are so many platformers out there that are replicating what mario does and we haven't had a good mario game since mario 64 right but how many sonic games on there like sonic is the only game of <laughs> its just, kind
1: you really hurt weird yeah. feelings with that uh-huh, statement that's, that's it a,
2: sonic over a mario double unpopular opinion any day of the
1: week james do you have one Yes, I think Realm Royale is the best Battle Royale-style game on the market right now. All right. Come on, Robbie! Robbie's leaving the room. What are you going? It's the truth! Don't let it hurt you! (laughs) Okay, well, I don't know. Maybe I failed it with that unpopular opinion. You heard I nailed it earlier on the show when famous actor Elijah Woods visited Animal Crossing Players Island to sell some turnips, take some pictures, and even pick some flowers to take back to his own island, proving him to be an all-around really nice guy. Well, now it's time to see who failed it.
0: From the high highs. An absolute monster. To the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio.
1: I failed it this week. We're turning our attention to the Call of Duty League. Despite being online, Chicago held their home series last weekend, and it wound up being a tough time for the Huntsmen. The final match in the series was against the Dallas Empire, Whom they've beaten in each of their last three encounters, but this time didn't go so well.
2: And here is the Dallas Empire. They have absolutely stormed their way through the first two maps and there was great <laughs> signs of life here for Chicago in the Dom. But at the end of the day, it was a few key moments, a few magical plays there on the flags from Dallas. And they've only gone and done it. 29 and 17 for Shotzi in the end. And it's a swift 3-0. Dallas Empire wins.
1: The Dallas Empire complete a dominant three-game sweep of the hometown Huntsman and went on to win the tournament with a win over the Atlanta Faze In the finals. Well, that's who failed it this week. Don't forget, if you ever missed and nailed it and failed it, you can find them posted over at CheckpointXP.com.
0: Checkpoint XP, your home for competition. Online at CheckpointXP.com.
1: Now you're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. And Weird Beard is no stranger to controversy. As you heard earlier when we discussed him calling out employees at our company for improperly using the reply all button in emails. Well, now we're going to go deep into a dark, bizarre area known as Weird Beard's DM. Somebody cue the Twilight Zone music. Weird has been getting into some Apex Legends lately. He's been trashing some of his teammates and has been getting some strange responses. Weird Beard, what's going on? So I'm a playful
4: trash talker.
1: I don't... I You're don't. a troll. <laughs> That's a word a, for it. A
4: little. Like I'm You're never, a troll, I'm Weird Beard. I'm never mean about it. I'm just playful. I play video games for fun. He's a playful um, troll. Um, Unless we're losing, and then I get a little mouthy. But uh, one thing that I've noticed is that playing Apex Legends... Whether it's because I came in late and I wasn't there when it started, but it seems like that is the community that that, as I would say, chirps the most. They seem to be the one that sends uh, the most messages. So I have a couple of uh, people who have gotten a little angry with me during uh, matches. One that I would read is uh, after telling people that I lived in Canada, we lost, and I got a message that said, ha-ha, you fucking Canadian, go sleep in your
1: igloo. I guess they think that <laughs> Why'd you from, tell them you were from Canada?
4: Uh, because they said that I had a weird
1: accent, and so I was just like, ah, oh, that's fine. Do you talk like you normally talk when you play games, or do you...
4: S- sometimes I, I just mess around and put on voices. Uh, another one is I... I asked a teammate, uh, Hey, you have Updog? He said, What's Updog? <laughs> oh I said, Not much, just chillin'. He disconnected from the game and sent me this message. Dude, that was a bad f***ing joke. You need to go, and I swear to God, boot yourself offline until you learn how to tell jokes. I bet I make more money than you, you poor, poor person. Stop making unfunny jokes. Nobody is laughing. Wow. <laughs>
1: you really struck a nerve with that dad joke. Wow. Um, I guess
4: that that's one that came through. Um another one playing Fortnite. Spoiled kid, spoiled brat. You wasted all your stupid money on the game. That's because I had a character with lots of cool stuff. Um another one while playing Apex Legends. Uh I had a kid who um he was a little bit on the younger side and I kind of ribbed him about it a little bit and you know called him my son throughout the entire match and whatnot. <laughs> And um, <laughs> afterwards, he sends me uh, he sends me a message. He said, "Why'd you make fun of me?" And I said, "How old are you, buddy?" And he said, "Why would you need to know?" And I was like, "Cause you're definitely not old enough to be on Apex Legends." And then he responded, "I'm better than you. Can do whatever. I can also. I'm 42 years old." <laughs>
1: and, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: I said, ha, 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 ha. And he said, just like your mom. And I said, sir, what? And he said, this is police officer from India. I need you to stop kill me, and you can't tell boy what to do. Also, this is his Xbox, and he can do whatever he want.
1: Weird, weird. you got to be careful. You're going to end up on a government list that's not... A good thing. I'm just trying to have some fun. That's all oh, I wanted to do, do here. Well, Weird Beard, keep trolling, man. Coming up, the youngest eSports star ever has just been signed. We'll talk about that coming up in a bit. Because ahead next, Robbie is going to check the gaming headlines. Robbie, what do you have for us?
2: Nintendo has confirmed some bad news about some accounts. We'll let Ooh, you
1: know about bad it. Bad news. That and more, all next on Checkpoint XP.
0: Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my God! Checkpoint
1: XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. I'm James Campbell, and along with me is Robbie Landis, as well as the only guy in the room brave enough to read his gaming DMs on a nationally syndicated radio show. Weird
4: beard. Do you ever send hate messages out, or do you just receive them? Do you have you ever gotten any flame messages? Uh, how about neither?
2: Because I'm a kind gamer who shows respect to my fellow uh, uh, gamers. Do you think that you're in the majority of gamers at that point? I mean, probably not. But I haven't received any hate either. Okay, James. I...
1: I've sent and received. Oh, yeah, so you,
2: see, you guys are part of the
1: problem. Well, you guys are part of the problem. I send. I usually send out two letters in my notes. One's an F, and I think you can figure out what the other one is. <laughs> and then I peace out before somebody's dad gets involved.
0: Games! Oh! The guy is unreal. My goodness! Here's another esports gaming update with Robbie Landis on Checkpoint XP Radio.
2: Well, that indefinite delay of The Last of Us 2 didn't last long. The game is now announced to release on June 19th. The game was going to release originally on May 29th, but was indefinitely delayed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Successful release of a Resident Evil 3 remake and Final Fantasy 7 remake may have contributed to their decision. On another note, Ghost of Tsushima is now also set to release in July.
4: Have you picked up the first Last of Us yet, James? I have not. Oh. Remember,
2: Aww. he said he, does, he doesn't want to play it as long as the pandemic is going on, yeah. because it's sort of like a worst-case scenario type I thing.
1: don't want to live... I, I'm, I've tried to play games to escape my reality, so what I don't want to well, play well, a well, game well, that's well, pretty well, much well, simulating games. our current reality.
2: What about... Don't You don't think that playing that and surviving it would maybe make you a little bit more confident in, in your real-world survival?
1: I don't think so. All oh, it's going to okay. do is, is... It's just going <laughs> to fuel... My my uh, anxiety uh, and my hand washing. All right. Well, on uh, the note of the Last of Us Two,
2: if you are looking forward to it, be careful. With where you go online, massive spoilers of the game are circulating the internet, and we still got three weeks until the launch. Uh, what the word is is that apparently somebody was let go who was working on the project that still had like major cutscenes and stuff in their possession, and so you know because they're upset with being let go, they basically put all of those out into the internet now. So be careful, major
1: spoilers. So the game was on an indefinite delay, just like last week, right?
2: Yeah. So they basically they they decided to delay it for essentially. Twenty days. That's yeah, it. They pushed it back think twenty days.
1: Coming out with a release date now is because of the spoilers? Because of the leaks? No, because they came out about
2: on the same day. Uh uh, uh I honestly think that, that again that the reason they decided to just be like, all right, let's just put it out regardless of what's happening, is that a game like Final Fantasy VII Remake did so
4: well and that was during like, you know, the the probably the most intense part of the lockdown. Yep. I, I really I really think that just because it's it's a big enough game, they know that it's gonna go well. Why hold it back at this point? Sometimes yep. they gotta make their money. Nintendo has confirmed that as many as
2: 160,000 accounts were potentially breached in a hack earlier this month. Oh, weird, weird. If you created your Nintendo account on the Wii U or the Nintendo 3DS, you may be vulnerable to the breach. So in that case, change your passwords immediately and
4: keep an eye on your finances just to be safe. Do you want to know where most of the money ended up going? Fortnite V-Bucks. Really? Yeah, Yeah, a lot of of scammers uh, then went and, and they emptied people's Nintendo wallets. Them all into V Bucks for mm, Fortnite. Not surprised me. In an
2: effort to get kids to stay at home, the Japan Retro Game Association is sending 100 Super Famicons to families across Japan. We in America know the Super Famicon as the Super Nintendo, or as your parents may have called it, the Nintendos. They're also sending out a copy of Final Fantasy VI and Donkey Kong Country, which are some all time classics. Now, when I first saw this, I thought this is really cool. But then I realized that these are going to kids that are kids nowadays that. You know, want to play their Fortnite's and their PlayStation Fours and their Xboxes, and so when their parents tell them, "Hey, I got a surprise for you—your very own video game console," and it's a Super Nintendo, those kids are not going to be happy. The
4: bigger thing, too, do TVs even be? Can you even hook them up? Because it's not like they have an HDMI out or anything like that. Like how many TVs? Yeah, how many different adapters do you that have to buy is, is a yeah.
2: question thing. as well.
4: Over the weekend, the LCS announced they had
2: finished reviewing the proposed trade of Doublelift to go to Team Solo mid. They found no unfair practice and approved the trade, meaning the winningest player in LCS history will be returning to TSM for the summer split. Doublelift has won an all-time best seven championships and will j- rejoin former teammates Sven Scarron and Biofrost on Team Solomid's starting lineup. Now
1: double lift's the guy that's causing problems on the Titans team that you told me I should root for, right?
2: No, that that's it that's the wrong esport, James. This this is for League of Legends. Yes.
4: <laughs> oh
2: yeah. Yeah, no.
4: <laughs> so, Close enough. Um, uh, Doublelift Double Lift is essentially like he's like the Michael Jordan. Of North American no, League this, of Legends. This makes him the LeBron James because he used to play for this team. He went off and played on another team.
1: Okay, and right, now he's, right. retur- that is the better now one. he's returning better one. back to his original team. So I wonder where he's going to He did end not up play very
2: well. Yeah, he did not play very well on Team Liquid. So hopefully he rises back up to the challenge here with TSM. And
1: hopefully I will rise to the challenge of knowing which esports we are <laughs> speaking of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Two ga- 2K Games has announced that there will be no WWE 2K 21. But that doesn't mean there isn't going to be a new WWE In fact, they've announced WWE 2K Battlegrounds is going to be releasing this fall. They describe it as an arcade-style action game with unique characters, moves, and location. It's supposed to be a game that can be picked up and played socially, but also have depth
4: for those that want to get more invested. So James, you're the big wrestling
2: guy
1: out of
4: all of us here. Did you play WWE 2K20? I did. And it was, do you want to give the audience a little
1: bit of a behind-the-scenes of what it was like?
2: Give me my money back! <laughs> it the game's broken! <laughs> unmitigated disaster. Out
1: of the box. you could The game is barely playable. Uh, I still have downloadable content I paid extra for that I don't even I don't oh, have
4: in the game. Oh, I'm fun, sorry. think the funniest part of the game is that uh, it was so broken. WE 2K20, when it turned 2020, like in the calendar year. It had a Y2K bug that... Broke it even further. Oh my God. I didn't that even broke it even further. That. Like if
2: you tried to select anything off of the main menu, you would just get an error. It was ridiculous.
4: And it's in the year that it was named for. I just yep. think that like it's better. Listen, put it on hiatus for a little bit. Let it not suck. They're not bad. even putting
2: on hiatus. They're just they're just renaming it. But what they're coming out with is still just that. You know, it doesn't
1: matter. Look, I feel like what they're coming out with is going to be a completely different game, more like a so. It Let's looks say a NBA 2K20 is a game, yeah. but then you have NBA Jam. Yes. So I feel like this is going to be the WWE version of the NBA Jam, and I'm all in. I like the sound of it, and if, it's, if it can be played socially, it's maybe you'll have access on your phone.
2: It's hard to go down from what the last game was. That's so. uh, true. There's no, nowhere to go but up. Yeah, <laughs> That's it for the Checkpoint XP gaming news update. For more, head on over to our website, CheckpointXP.com.
1: Thank you, Robbie, for that update. There was a story that recently caught my eyes about FaZe Clan signing the youngest esports star ever. He's just 13 years old? Robbie what yeah can you tell yeah about this so uh,
2: <laughs> he was he actually was part of FaZe clan as an organization uh, uh last year, but he was underage. as a twelve year old you have to be at least thirteen to be able to stream on Twitch, and he was streaming yes as a twelve year old so there was there was this big controversy that went down about how he can 't be doing that. And Faze Clan got in some trouble. He got kicked off of Twitch. Uh, since then, he's been streaming on Mixer with his mother in the background. Because if yes. you're not old enough, you have to be on there with your parent. Uh, uh, his name is High Sky One, but he has finally actually turned 13 years old and has been signed by Faze Clan. So uh, you know, at this point, we're waiting to see you know if he's going to compete in Fortnite, which I assume he will.
4: But whether or not he'll be able to get back onto
2: Twitch. After his ban, I think is the bigger question.
4: It's interesting to me, especially for a thirteen year old, to be signed to be competing.
1: Yeah, he's a pro gamer. His pubes haven't even come in yet.
4: Yes, with the full support of his parents. His parents helped him lie about his age when he was underage to be able to get on and stream and do all this kind of stuff like that. I have no. I don't want to, you know, give judgment on on what his parents did and whatnot. It's just interesting to me that that you now have adults that are complicit. You know what I mean in making or helping. This, little kids essentially get signed this, because there's
2: so much money. This is only the beginning of this too. I mean, yes. you know, look at the type of stuff that parents do. You know, for like the sports boosters and like you know their kids in, in, in middle school beauty pageants. That's the other big one I was going to go to as well. Now it's going to get ugly. You're going to have some bad stories,
1: man. If
4: you were an esports organization owner, would you sign a 13 year old?
1: I don't think I would personally. I feel like there's a little bit of liability there. Let's let them get a little older and see where it goes. I feel like a kid that young with that much money I don't know I just it seems kind of weird and shady well
2: now unfortunately I think just because of the fact that esports tends to skew so young you know the older you you get your reflexes start to go uh, I don't think that we can get to the point unless in, in, in you know government agencies start to get in and say this is the bottom you know 16 you have to be 16 or that's it However, in this case, after having lied about his age, no, I would not have signed this particular yeah, a track record. Of I, yeah, exactly.
4: All I feel is that if we're okay and comfortable with child actors, you know, who literally uh, get signed and yeah. or who get like contracts to go do movies, they do, they do school on set and they learn all that kind of stuff. What's the difference between being a child actor and being a child video game star? That's that's, like,
2: that's a good point. If honestly, a, if your parents point.
4: are behind you. I mean, it it feels slimy, but is that slimy just because we still don't see esports as a true, you know what I mean? Like, does it seem like you're preying on kids, or is it actually like, hey, it's an opportunity for them to do something? The 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 behind-the-scenes sort of stuff, all the business stuff, definitely needs to
2: get to a point where there are more guidelines, that there's more regulations, because there are still a lot of kids and adults out there that I think are probably being taken advantage of uh, when it comes to certain contracts and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, Weirdbeard, being the only actual parent here, if uh, your daughter, uh, you know, was showing some actual skills yeah, in game. She's going games, pro in Animal Crossing. If she,
4: was, if, she, if she showed actual skills in game, would you sign her up for a tournament? As terrible as it sounds, like, it would depend on the money. You know what I mean? Like, if you're getting a huge, like, life-changing money dog absolutely like I will not stand in the way of that you know worked out for Macaulay Culkin it did but like if it's if you're making under what a, a full-time job would make you know if you're making only 10 grand a year I, I just can't support that
2: so does that mean if she's not making enough to make a living she's not allowed to like compete at all or just you you wouldn't want her putting like all of her time into it because there is still something to be said for you know like games are still fun you don't make money you know doing stuff like like peewee baseball or soccer like if if
4: it was ask her asking to leave school. You'd have to make more than uh,
2: I would ever okay, make. Okay, that's
1: fair. If that's you fair. if
4: you are doing like competitions on okay, Saturday, he doesn't want to be wait, on the hook on.
1: for homeschooling.
2: Yes. yes. hold He doesn't want to be the
1: parent teacher. Hold
2: on though. If she's going to school, she's making zero dollars, and you're probably still paying taxes for schools, right? Yes. But if she's making ten grand a year, like you're right, that isn't enough to make a living. But that's more than she'd be making at
4: school. Yeah, that's true, but I just, I
2: don't
1: know. It's not enough for him to justify the amount of work and effort he's got to put into making sure she's still being educated. There we go. Falling in line, is my assumption. I don't know,
4: an
2: extra
1: 10K a year. I think that my parents would have went for that. 10K is a little low, but ahead next, we're going to recommend a great game you may have slept on for whatever reason. Having kids, work, too many other titles to play, whatever it may be. This game is all about punching demons in the face while listening to heavy metal. We'll talk about that during The Patient Gamer next on Checkpoint XP.
0: Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weirdbeard. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my god, Checkpoint
1: XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP. Your home for esports and gaming. You're hanging with me, James Campbell. And there's always along with me, Weirdbeard, as well as the only person in the room that's likely cried more than once during their playthrough of the Final Fantasy VII remake, Mr. Robbie Landis.
2: Man, I'm I'm telling you, look, they're they're. they're... Mm. How many times did you cry, Robbie? Mm. Uh I didn't. Not this no? time. Nope, not this time. Well, because I was prepared. It was still it was emotional. Like it hit me. But then, you know, I, I also did know that it was coming. But then there were some changes they made that I was not all that happy about. So there's there's some issues I have with Ooh. it. We'll just go ahead and leave it at That's that. That's the first right?
1: words of controversy around that game I think I've heard ever. Yeah. Now we know a lot of listeners love gaming, but life comes at you fast, and you don't always have the time to keep up uh, on the gaming news let alone all the latest games. So we're bringing you The Patient Gamer. Each week, Robbie and Weirdbeard are going to tell us about a hit game that came out a few years ago or more that you might have missed, something that's easy to get into and well worth the time. Weirdbeard, what game are you suggesting this week for The Patient Gamer?
4: Have you ever dreamt about being on a distant planet with no name, punching demons nonstop in the face while metal blares away behind you? If so, Doom 2016 is the game for you.
1: You've returned
0: only flesh and blood to walk between dimensions. Between our world and theirs.
4: So players take the role of an unnamed space marine. Uh, he's known as Doom Guy uh, in Doom many guys. Super. Doom Super Guy. Super original. Uh, yes, exactly. As he battles demonic forces from hell that have been unleashed by the Union Aerospace Corporation on a future planet Mars. It's essentially a game um, that's just built around action. If you're somebody who We've talked a lot on this show about games that have like deep stories, and you have to pay attention, and all the little quirky... De- yeah. Out of the window with this one. It's just punching stuff. That's you're, it. you're a guy on Mars. Fight demons.
3: That's it. So Shoot it was-
4: them, and punch them, and smash their heads in. Just if you see it, kill it.
1: Yeah. In the most graphic way possible. Yeah.
4: At this, game, this game is definitely not for children. This game, um, <laughs> I believe, is rated M for mature. Oh, yes. But exactly. it is all about... like. Ripping demons' heads apart and stomping their guts out, and I don't know, like it's it's ultra violent, but it's ultra violent not in a bad like uh, horrible way. I no, think it's, it's because it's so over the top.
2: Well, I also think because you know there there was uh, have been stories that have come out about the development team behind Mortal Kombat how they have PTSD about the stuff. That they're making because Some of the, the fatalities. Yeah, the yeah, I'm exactly. Because like, oh they're goodness. really realistic. But I don't think you get that with Doom because you're just doing it to demons, things that yeah. don't look even remotely human. It's it's just
1: flesh and blood. Now, is this game related to any of the past dooms? Uh, it's like a remake, or it's a
4: remake, okay. um, but not in like because most Doom games are just the same Doom.
2: Yeah, they don't have again, they don't have stories, so it's not like you need to catch up. It's just better graphics, better guns, more action. What more can you do with it? And what I've always actually liked about the Doom franchise, even though I'm not, I don't play it myself is that it really stays true to, like, the old sort of arcade version of it because you still get, like, points. You could play this at the arcade? (laughs) Well, I mean, back in the day, the way that it was with, 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 like, you know, uh, uh, when you'd play it is you would have point totals for, like, you know, how fast or how many you killed. And they still keep that up even now with the most recent, I think it's Doom Eternal. Yes. Like, so,
4: so that you can know, like, how well did I do and compare it to other people. The other big part of this game that makes it so good is its commitment to just, like, the metal aesthetic right like it's all heavy metal playing the entire time i like it It, it's dark and and like you're literally in hell fighting demons i know it sounds very intense but like if you want a game to where there's no brain power that you expend on it this is the exact game and especially topping out at 11 and a half hours because there's no story you want to play through it again play through it again there's no you know like big loss that you're going to be able to encounter there Uh, You can pick it up on Windows, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, or Stadia. You can
1: basically play it anywhere. Yeah. And this is along the same lines as like a Duke Nukem, a Wolfenstein, like a kind of like a first person, mm-hmm. just yep. blood and gut. And it's not too scary? Because it sounds kind of, <laughs> like it could be kind of scary. Uh, I and think, I've been terrified James, by stop past being Doom being a
4: baby. I, I don't think it's scary. I think it's because you're just like punching so many things. You can't be scared of something. There's too they, many
1: demons to kill. You don't have time to be scared. Yeah,
4: like you're ripping their jaws off. That's like being scared of ants. Why would you do that?
1: Perfect. Well, it sounds like the game might be right up my alley. I might have to check it out. Thank you for that recommendation there, Weird dude. Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming news. And we're uh we're gonna talk a little bit about how some streamers may have found a way to cheat the system a little bit.
2: Oh, there's definitely some some system cheating going on here. Weirdbeard, you actually brought this to our attention. Give us give us the lowdown.
4: So Valorant is still the biggest viewed game on Twitch right now. It's the new first-person shooter from Riot Games. Um, and Valorant right now has like anywhere between like 270 to 300,000 concurrent live viewers on Twitch uh, with 2.6 million followers of people that are
1: following the games being live streamed. Now, people watching this because they want to get a key to actually play the game, correct? right? And that's yes. the big
4: thing. So that this game is still in beta, you can't get in without having an invitation. And right now, one of the only ways that you can get invited to play the game is by watching other people play it on Twitch. Which then you might get a chance of being able to unlock
1: getting in, yada yada. Yeah, yada. Like I got now my this, key by watching Weird Beard and Callie play it. Yeah, well and see, this is bit, this is then.
2: actually great for the streamers because this is this is a good chance for you to be able to bring in more viewers that you otherwise may not have been able to capture. But people are going about it in a really dishonest way. They're basically making videos of themselves, like, pre-recording themselves playing. So when it's time to log off of Twitch for the day and, like, you know, eat something or go to bed, then they just roll a video of them being pre-recorded, but it still says they're live. Now, this is the reason why this is really dumb, and honestly, y'all should be banned for this, is that Twitch actually has a rerun feature. So if you're not live, you can queue up a rerun or a bunch of videos that'll go... But it tells you the difference. Like as a per as as a viewer, you know, oh, this is live or it isn't live. And a lot of people tend not to really watch the reruns. And so the, it's like the, they're skirting also, the
4: system. You can't get the drops from a rerun. It has to be a live
1: oh, game. Really?
4: So that's the reason why they keep it as a live video, is so that they keep all these people watching. All the time
1: Well how do they have time to record So they're streaming the game live But then they also have time to record them playing the game But they'll just just record what Or they'll just play what they just recorded So they'll
4: play a
2: game So it's literally a rerun But they're not running it as a rerun they're not rerunning
1: from whatever Twitch automatically saves Mm -hmm. They're just recording it on a separate device And then replaying it Yes
4: Now, as you can see, some of the professionals are actually kind of starting to take notice. Summit, who is one of the largest uh, Counter-Strike and now Valorant streamers and players. He was a pro. He's most likely going pro in Valorant. Uh, He's had some real issues. Listen to him. Take a look at the Twitch page for Valorant right now.
2: How many 24-7 drops? How many 24-7s can you see? Just scrolling down this section at a mediocre speed. How many 24-7s are on this category!
4: 24-7s like 24-7 channels.
2: It is f***ing gross. You should all be ashamed. It's very upset. You are not Twitch streamers. Well,
1: well the other okay? thing...
2: You're not even YouTubers, because you're not even putting in the work that they put in. The other thing to keep in mind, too, is a lot of these viewers aren't even actually real people viewers because there are people out there that don't want to spend the time they just want to play so everybody's cheating well because so people are out there they they have bots that are watching these channels
4: to get the drops so then then the people who own the bots can just go and sell The invite code themselves. The other ethical, like, weird gray area of this is that the people make money. Streamers make money based off of how many ads. People are watching
1: and how long they're there. Yeah, Mm
4: -hmm. and, well, they show ads. So, like, a bot doesn't care if it watches an ad, right? So the streamers make that money because they showed X amount of ads. Those ads aren't being shown to real people, but they still get paid like they are. So it's like it incentivizes the streamer to kind of cheat. It incentivizes the watcher to kind of cheat it's because they want fun, that.
2: It's just it's just a big trash fire and
4: right it, now. And man. it shows you Valorant, while it is said to be the biggest game in the world right now, is
1: it really, or is it all just kind of artificial puffed mirrors. up? Yeah, yeah. It seems like it's. Uh, it seems like it's all being faked, whether it's the viewer or the actual streamer. It's all fake. Is the game even real? All right, we'll have to see if Twitch takes any action on these streamers and viewers that are both cheating the system. But we're all all out of time to talk about that right now. Now Ahead next, it's time for our social media check-in. What was your earliest gaming memory? We'll talk about that and more when Checkpoint XP returns.
3: Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date Calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. Starting in the Overwatch League, competition has officially resumed. However, there will be no more homestands this season with all matches being played online. League play has also been suspended with a regional tournament instead being held in May. The Spring Split of the League of Legends LCS has drawn to a close. Cloud9 were the big winners, and this is where we should be wondering whether they'll perform well at the Mid-Season Invitational. Unfortunately, we're not going to find out, as that event has now been canceled as well. The Summer Split is still on track to begin June 20th. NASCAR has taken to eSports for the time being. They're running the iRacing Pro Invitational Series each weekend, where pro drivers compete in sim races. Normally, we'd be gearing up for ESL1 Rio, a major Counter-Strike tournament that runs in May. Due to COVID-19, it's been pushed back to the fall this year. May should have played host to DreamHack Dallas. However, that event has also been moved back to August 14th through the 16th, shortly after the rescheduled DreamHack Summer. That's it for the Checkpoint XP save-the-date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website. That's over at CheckpointXP.com.
0: Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weirdbeard. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here.
1: Oh my gosh, Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and the only guy in the room to be directly affected by the worldwide Nintendo Switch shortage, me. James
4: Campbell. Do you feel like you're
1: everybody else is
0: outside
4: playing at recess and you're the only yes! one stuck inside? Exactly. You <laughs> nailed it right on the head.
1: And I was I finally decided to do it. I'm going to pull the trigger. I'm going to buy this system. I log on online. You can't find it anywhere. At a normal price. Uh, good news
4: though, Nintendo is saying that they're hopefully going to be able to get most retailers to restock within the next month. Awesome. Uh, the only thing is, you have to now beat the throngs of people that are also in the same boat and want to switch as well. Oh man,
1: so I'm going to beat up <laughs> a whole bunch of people's moms. I, I like how you almost said an old lady because I, <laughs> yeah, I would totally see you beat up an old lady. <laughs> yeah, well, bitch had it coming. <laughs> All right. Our social media producer Chad has been posting daily questions over on our social media. Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter, as well as Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. We've pulled some of those questions, and we're going to talk about your responses to them.
2: That's right. So, for the qu- first question, we're looking at is what is the best couch co-op game? And uh, before we go through some of these answers, I want to ask you guys. Bill, uh, uh, let's start with you. You have some interesting opinions, to well, say first, the least. I
1: think let's define exactly couch what a couch co-op is, is.
2: Right, so that's the type of game that you would basically play with a friend, just sitting on the couch, playing with one another on the same TV, same you know, TV, you don't same see room. A lot something. of it nowadays because everything's online. Yeah. But you know, you look back to like you know your Mario
4: parties or your Mario Karts, you know, games like that. Okay. Mario Party Two is my favorite Mario Party, but I will have to say, and I, I will, I. I don't 007 Nightfire, a James Bond game, is actually one that I spent the most time Where playing. Where did you pull that game out of? Uh, it's on the GameCube. Stop, 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 It was no. better than Goldeneye. And what? I'm, yes. What? I... And I will say it was just, I played a
2: lot Are of it. we back to doing weird, unpopular weird,
1: opinions again? Weird,
2: weird. James, mute his mic. Mute his mic. He's not, he doesn't get to talk for the rest of the, we're talking about oh, this whoa. after. this. We, is... we still need him, Robbie. No, you can't whoa. mute his mic. We still have a little bit I of the I can show carry left to do. him. I can Oh my god! That is the worst thing you have ever said on Robbie this show. I can't, e- I can't even concentrate right now. Well, That's ridiculous. Down. I'll, I'll
1: tell you what my favorite couch co-op is. Yes, I'm going to say Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Good choice, on Super Nintendo.
2: You, you, I'm getting a, a negative head shake No, no this is him. This no, this okay. I, I still I can't get. This is I I am furious right now. Terry says Halo Three was the best couch co-op experience. I know I sound angry, Terry. I'm not. It's a good answer. It's weird beard not, a, weird. He's not he's angry anxious. at you, Terry. Oh my! All right, we're moving on to the next question. What game has the hardest puzzle? You don't get to answer, Weird Beard. James, do you have any hard puzzle in a game? Is there a I mean, game that you have not been able to like get past something? Portal might have had
1: some difficult puzzles, but Portals I would eventually figure them difficult. out. Mm-hmm. Um, I maybe a couple from Leg- Legend of Zelda might have the been the
2: Water a- Temple. Yeah, some of those. The Water Temple. Yeah, a lot of people actually said that one. Uh, I, there was actually there, there's a glitch that I found in the Water Temple. That if you use it, you can actually skip half of that entire level because it's just—it's so long, and there's just so many keys and doors you have to figure out. But perfecting that glitch took me probably as long as it would have taken me to actually beat the Water Temple level.
1: You're on your way to speedrunning the Water Temple, aren't <laughs> yeah, you?
2: Yeah, something World like that. World famous
1: speedrunner, Robbie Landers. Yep.
2: Terry says honestly, anything with like a random sort of chance to it, where you just where, where you can fail through absolutely no luck. Of your own. There's a lot of games that uh, like to go to that mechanic, and I agree. It's terrible. Would that
1: be considered a puzzle, though?
2: It, it would, Yeah, Some yeah. some they still have puzzles. You know. Roll the dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill says, Donkey Kong for the Game Boy level 77. Seven. He says, when I was younger, it took me four months of trying to beat it, and then a the two-month break before I was finally able to do it. Had me and my older brother stumped.
4: Did you ever play that Donkey Kong on Game Boy?
2: I'm
1: not talking to you. Okay. I did. Now I'm curious to know what level it was that he got stumped on. He said level what? 7-7.
4: Seven,
2: 7-7. Seven. Seven,
1: seven. You're looking it up now, aren't you? See if that's one. Because I want to know if that was one I got stuck on.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, while you're doing that, uh, Jacob says, for me, it's really any puzzle. Every single puzzle. I've never beaten a Zelda game. I'm really not sharp enough for puzzles. That's Uh-oh. painful. <laughs> And that is uh, Jacob from Checkpoint XP on campus, too. He's one of our very own. That's a little sad there.
1: Oh, so I guess I shouldn't make the joke about him having problems putting the uh, square peg in the round hole, huh?
2: Uh, actually, knowing Jacob, yeah. No, that, that's 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 exactly him. Oh, poor Jacob.
1: You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. We love hanging out on some of these awesome stations that host us each week. I want to send a little shout-out out to the Team 980 WTEM in Washington, D.C., as well as 98.5, the Sports Hub WBZ in Boston, Massachusetts, and 97.5, the Fanatic WPEN-FM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Thanks so much for being a part of the Checkpoint family.
5: The
2: next thing we're going to jump into here is name the first game you ever remember playing. Obviously, for me, it was Yoshi's Cookie Factory. Uh, What about you, James, though? What is the earliest game that you can remember playing?
1: I'm, I'm going to say Mario Brothers, like the first Super the Mario Brothers. The very first one. very first one on Nintendo. Um, it's the f- the first one that I, that I could remember. It's going to be that or Duck Hunt, one of those that came on, the cartridge that came with the system.
2: Yep, yep, the little double. Uh, uh, Enyo said, Duck Hunt, played it at, at my aunt and uncle's house, was addicted after playing it for the first time. Were you I one see of, you, Enyo. Were you one of the ones that like, would put the gun like right up to the <laughs> TV? Uh, yeah. to Especially during the them. skeet
1: shooting? Yes. I'd be like, oh, oh so, skeet,
2: difficult, skeet, so, skeet. Bah, bah. so difficult. So difficult. Uh, let's see, uh, Christian here says, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Good choice. Probably the best Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm, uh, You could make an argument. I would argue for Sonic and Knuckles was, was a pretty good one as well. Uh, Jester Fox here, man after my own heart, says, Final Fantasy 7. I used to obsess over that game. I would write my own strategy guides for, like, the Materia system, for Chocobo breeding. I must have played that game a dozen times over. I actually just recently started a new playthrough on it. James... I named uh, one of the characters after you. Was going to name one after Rick, but uh, he went ahead and ruined that today with his terrible GoldenEye oh, opinions. Sorry, Rick. That's I'm honored.
1: Okay. I'm glad that I can make an appearance in your your gaming life. <laughs> uh,
2: Glenn says Super Mario Brothers on the NES. I was probably three or four in little me controlling little Mario on the TV. Absolutely blew my mind. Uh, AMH Cosplay says Asteroids. Uh, well, in the arcade, that is. My friend Jimmy has an Atari, so we played Pong. Oh, but then before graphics became a thing, there was this Star Trek RPG where you typed in your answers, and the adventure went from there. I wish I remembered the name to that.
1: Oh, my God. I'm a liar. All of these memories just race race oh, back in me playing something Atari? Else? The, the Atari? first game I ever yeah, yeah. played was Tanks on Atari. Tanks. That was the very first one.
2: one. All right, here's the next one. Here's the last question we're going to look at for this week. Name an underrated game. DJ Chris Cruz says Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter on the Super Nintendo. They had a Ninja Uh, Turtles fighting game? Yeah, he said it got buried among a 100 other fighting games at the time, but it still holds up. Apparently, Konami made this, and it was one of their only attempts at a fighting game, you know my my favorite fighting game, and I know a lot of people are going to hate this, especially like like our real like fighting game fans out there. But there was a Star Wars fighting game called The Knights of Tirakasa or something like this. What? Loved it, loved that game. But so many people hate it. There was also a good uh, X Men fighting game on the PlayStation called uh, X Men Mutant Academy.
1: Oh, it was so. It was good. a fighting game. All the here's the fighting mm-hmm. games I remember: Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Primal Rage. I didn't realize there's all these other Yeah, tons of them out there.
2: Uh, Michael says, City of Heroes. Dude, it was fun as hell. lighthearted MMO. That wasn't a total wow rip-off. This is actually one of the very few games that I regret not being able to play. It's discontinued now. You can't find it anywhere because it was an online game. Okay. And you basically created your own superhero and then got to, you know, have, like, Marvel and, like, DC Adventures and, like, you know, play with other superheroes in this world. And I don't feel like there's ever been anything else like it.
4: But it's the one that I regret not being able to.
2: So would it be uh, kind try. of like
1: like a like a superhero version of Fallout?
4: No, so it's like it's like World of Warcraft. Like oh, okay. like you have a character, you do lots of tasks,
1: and so things. you have to team up with other heroes. Yeah, to go there's, on there's raids, hundreds or, of thousands like, go- of people playing. Oh, okay. Yep,
2: yep. Uh, Omega Weltall says, "I will bang this drum for as long as I live." Fantasy Star. Part of it is Sega's own fault why it's overlooked. Uh, they did a poor job with the North American servers. The online spin-offs, and actually, uh, I believe that Fantasy Star Online, uh, which is you know an online version of the game, is actually coming to Switch very, very soon. There's like eight expansions worth of content because it's been over in Japan for you know the past decade is
1: coming to the Switch, so
2: people in North America for the first time will get a chance to actually play through it.
1: And this is kind of like a Final Fantasy, but just for the sake of Genesis.
2: Uh, well, it's on the Switch, but yeah, it came out about the same time Final Fantasy did, but Final Fantasy really took off, and this is another uh, online version of it. So kind of again, like like World of Warcraft.
1: Well, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening on your radio station. Make sure you head over to CheckpointXP.com. Check out the Checkpoint XP on campus to get the latest info on what is going on in the world of collegiate esports. Last week, they covered the Collegiate Clash and had an interview with one of the top collegiate Overwatch players in the country. New episodes every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to give a big thank you to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and Producer Callie for helping put this episode together. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Checkpoint XP. We'll talk to you again next week. Stay healthy, stay safe, and don't let the coronavirus get you down.